0: Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, welcome to, ding, 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 Joke Workshop. Uh, Here at MutinyRadio.fm, where we have the best comedians work out the crafts for four minutes, and then the rest of the comedians give constructive criticism. How exciting. Thank you so much for subscribing to Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. Thank you for streaming our show live on mutinyradio.fm as we stream live every Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Coast. We got a lot of great comedians. Uh, they're very excited to perform to you, our listening audience, and then we get to critique them. So I'm very thrilled. Uh, let's bring on your first comedian. Very funny. Great to have her here. We please give it up for
1: Sabrina Miller! <laughs> All right, I think there are uh, yeah, two jokes I want to try out here. Um, all right. Yeah, those are the ones right there. I got them pulled up on my phone. Let's do this. So I, I'm transgender, and, you know, being transgender is not the best of both worlds. I, I don't know why some cis dudes say that. Uh, the best of both worlds, uh, having to go to the, the proctologist and the gynecologist is not the best of both worlds, okay? It's, and I, I think if you're trans, you know, you should be able to, uh, I think there should be a one-stop shop. There's got to be a doctor out there who's double major to, you know, who's uh, studied both ends. <laughs> like a gynoprocto, is that a thing? Is there a gynoprocto out there? Uh, there's got to be one in San Francisco. I'm, I'm a busy woman. <laughs> a gynoprocto that kind of, That kind of sounds like a dinosaur, doesn't it? The gyno-proctosaurus roamed the Earth 65 million years ago. He was an omnivore. They was a beast of both worlds. It does sound like that. What is the best of both worlds? A cronut, I guess. Sure. Right. Best of both worlds, the best of both pastry worlds. Got the donut, and the croissant, the cronut. There is no way that is not the best of both worlds. Maybe Canadian citizenship and pre- French citizenship. Maybe that's the other oh, jokes. Uh, so I'm single again. My boyfriend and I we broke up many months back, and. So I, I have had, I've had a lot of time on my hands, and I've gotten into this new type of Internet video, this new genre of Internet videos, and I've kind of gone down the, the rabbit hole. And I've gone so far down that I cannot go to sleep without watching one of these videos, if you know what I mean. I mean, I can't, I can't relax unless I've watched one of these videos. I need, I need my vicarious stimulation. You know, I mean, has anyone else uh, gotten into the uh, chiropractic adjustment videos? ASMR anybody else <laughs> those are nice and if they, the first video I watched the gateway video it's pretty harmless it was uh, this video this former Marine going into the chiropractor he, he had all kinds of problems uh, you know you name it he had it he had sciatica down both legs he was like kind of hunched over and walking with the cane and um, you know and he had frozen shoulder and, and his poor spine, like his lumbar spine really was so compressed from just decades of being weighed down by toxic masculinity. Poor guy, so. So the chiropractor did this very scientific thing. He gave him what's called a full spinal decompression. You ever seen this full spinal decompression? Very scientific. So you have your patient lay on, lay on their back and you stand behind them. You take a wet towel and you wrap it around their neck, right underneath their chin, and you just do... Slinky action, but it worked. You know, he was cured. This marine, he was so well aligned, he was so loose that that tap dancing was an option for this guy. I don't know. Maybe you're going to see that tap dancing marine on America's Got Talent. Tap tap dances way into your heart uh, and talk about the problems of toxic masculinity. There's there's a, there's a subgenre of these uh, chiropractic adjustment videos. A subgenre, and that subgenre is. <laughs> hot yoga pants chiropractic adjustment videos. It's basically hot girls in yoga pants getting adjusted. So that's, that's what I'm into now. But the only reason I'm watching these, these videos is because it's for the advertisements. I'm watching them for the advertisements. I need gift ideas for the, for the, for the guy friends in my life. So after some extensive research, uh, it's, it's Dr. Squatch Soap. All my guy friends are getting Dr. Squatch soap for the holidays, and my Jewish friends are getting eight different kinds of soap. It's going to be great. They're going to smell great. It, it's interesting. The uh, the video of the former Marine getting uh, adjusted, getting this full spinal decompression was 37,000 views. Now, a hot young girl in her yoga pants getting adjusted, guess how many views? I think it was a tenth of the U.S. population. Just a little bit more. I don't, I don't know why. But uh, she, uh, she went in to t- be treated for this very common condition. It was called low self-esteem. That's what she, <laughs> no, seriously, though, she was, she was being uh, treated for this condition that's common among millennials. It's, it's forward head posture. You know, can, you know, forward head posture can cause migraines and all kinds of back problems. You know, you can't be walking around like this. And um, there was more to this joke here. The forward head posture joke. Is that the one minute uh, light right there? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, she was being treated for the, oh yeah, there it is. She's being treated for the forward head posture and, uh, you know, men, men have, you know, she had the forward head posture from being on, on her cell phone and in front of the computer all the time. Now, men suffer from this condition too, but men have suffered far, far longer than women. Like, uh. Long before the you know, long before the computer revolution, smartphones, long before the industrial revolution, you know, I think I think uh, uh, men suffering from forward head posture like coincided with the invention of breasts. I think that's when it happened. <laughs> How much time do I have? Since it's just the three of us, I'm not gonna go. No, no, Matthew says I'm just gonna do one more, and on a, a decent one. Or did I, did I get all, did I get, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. That was a good one. I don't think parents should have to pay for a ticket for their kids. You know, they shouldn't have to pay for an airplane ticket for their kids if their kids are under a certain age. If your kid is like six or younger, you should be able to declare them as carry-on. You know, kids do carry-on. If your kid can fit in the overhead bin, they're (laughs) carry-on. I don't know, that's kind of harsh, though, uh. But, you know, I think if you're at the gate and your kid is being kind of acting up and being a brat, you should be able to, you should be able to check them. You should be able to check your kid at the gate, but uh, I don't know. That's wrong, that's wrong, because there's no kennels for kids, you know. There's no totes for tots yet. We don't have that yet. Wouldn't that be a wonderful vacation, parents? Just check your kid at the gate. Put, put him in a totes for tots. It's like, here you go, Timmy. Here's some water, here's some chips, and an iPad. See, see you in JFK. <laughs> ah. <laughs> that's, that's all for my ramblings. My ramblings are over. Yay for me.
0: All right. Sabrina Miller, ladies and gentlemen. The gyno cro- uh, proctor joke is great, and the luggage joke is, is really good. I, I, would, I would try to just work and get more jokes out of that, because that's a winner putting kids up in luggage or checking them in they really yeah exactly the whole carry-on carry-on
2: thing yeah that's you, you could mine that one pretty good i think and i think a lot of parents and single people can associate with that there are people requesting like no child flights because they don't have kids and they're like i don't want to hear a screaming kid i'm single you know so i think i think that would work with like any crowd really yeah
1: yeah yeah i guess it is it is relatable
3: um the thing about the kid kennel uh struck a chord with me i loved that um because my mom was a preschool teacher and she would have the kids overnight to give the parents a night out
1: oh i just thought of something like what if there's a connecting flight and your kid doesn't get transferred like the (laughs) Toads for tot oh yeah that's just okay that's my kid
0: got lost in cleveland <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> Sabrina Miller, ladies and gentlemen.
1: That's all you have, all, all right. Let's get the Nyan right.
0: Cat well, I haven't checked the list, so good sir, we haven't met yet. I don't know your name. I'm excited to bring you up. What's
4: your name? Ian. Ian Langlands. Oh. Ian Langlands, everyone. Nyan oh. Cat. Great. Hello, everyone. Full House. <laughs> um, I don't really have much to say. Good. Um so I'll just say what I know, okay? Um, do you guys ever have like self-reflections of how kind of like incompetent you are? Maybe it's just me, because I'm a, a young man. Uh, I have these problems more often, but uh, I've kind of always been uh, a gullible kid, um, especially when I was younger. Um, in terms of like, this might just be a guy thing, but for like sexual terms, it was like, you always need to know the sexual terms in like fourth and fifth grade, because if you don't, you're like the bitch. And judging by the way I look, I was already bitch enough and I needed to keep some of my integrity. Um, So I remember this story in like seventh grade, I think. Um, There was this rumor going around that there was this eighth grader that got a blow job from another eighth grader and it was like, it was like crazy, it was like, whoa, this eighth grader got a blowjob, blah, blah, and I remember being told, and it was like, yeah, and I and I did not know what a blowjob, I knew what getting your dick sucked was, but I did not know what, bl- what a blowjob was, so in my mind, I was like, oh, like, you suck or you blow, like, it induces two different feelings, got it, so then I went my whole life thinking that was the way things were. <laughs> um, yeah, that one took me a while to figure out. Um, another one was like, Like, eating pussy was one. I don't even know where that phrase came from, but I remember thinking that you literally feast on a vagina when you go down on someone as a kid. I was like, what? I was like, people really do this? I mean, I guess. I don't know. Adults could be crazy. Uh, I totally thought that, yeah. It took a while for me to figure that one out because, boy, is that girl surprised when I stuck a fork in her vagina. (laughs) Oh, she was not happy. (laughs) It was a bummer, though, because I skipped dinner that night. (laughs) But, yeah, all kinds of things was one night. I I couldn't figure stuff out. Um, Another one was, I remember in fourth grade, we were learning about, um, uh, we didn't know about, I didn't know what genes were, like genetics. And I remember thinking, it was like, Learning about autism in class, and we learned that autism could pass through genes. And I remember turning around being like, Why isn't this a bigger deal? What's going on? Like they pass through jeans. What? And I, you know, I try to go as long as I can without wearing denim, but you know, here I am today. I, I learned it. I learned it eventually. <laughs> okay, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 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 Oh, that's what it is? Okay. Should I make some mention of that in some way? Okay. Uh, I, w- I was not going to say, it, but if you are going to stick with
2: that fork thing... Um,
4: that was just what I thought of. I don't, yeah. I don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is the first time I said it.
2: Uh. You might want to say, "I'll never do that again." Now I know to to bring it up to body temperature before I stick the fork <laughs> okay. in. Okay. You know, like um, yeah. but also drop the. Well, I was going to say drop the. I don't know where eating pussy came from because I was just back there thinking it came from your mother, and uh, it distracted me from the rest of the set. And I think okay. it's just a little an extra phrase that you don't like. Okay. You know, I don't know the org just drop it yeah. that's right
4: that's okay cool
0: opinion. thank you alright and you know what my microphone was off so just, just for our listeners at <laughs> home I said you were very funny you do have good stage presence you don't have to have your hand in your pocket but you have good presence okay. on stage and no fork in the vagina <laughs> and uh, a history of the blowjob which our audience missed but if they do donate five dollars to PayPal I will personally send them an email explaining how the, the term came thank you so much Ian Now give it one more time thank Ian. you <laughs> All right, we're on to our next comedian, very funny gentleman. Great to have him here. Will you please give it up for Matthew Quinn? quirk, man. Shit. Oh, Uh, Matthew Quinn is this guy who used to run a theater on uh, uh, Mission Street. Sorry. Nice. Nice trivia.
2: Uh, So anyway, I just read a thing that said uh, New Jersey is the smartest state in the Union. I mean, talk about a sign of the apocalypse. Uh, you're like, hey, Quirk, aren't you from Jersey? You know, you're just saying that. I'm like, no, I read it in the New York Times. Do you guys have any idea what it takes for someone from New York to compliment New Jersey? I mean, that is like bona fides right there. Uh, anyway. Uh, so Trump uh, get, put out his first Thanksgiving tweet. Uh, he said the world is mean and nasty. Uh, so this Thanksgiving, we're celebrating a thankless fuck who, you know, couldn't, couldn't have more to be thankful for somehow still being thankless on Thanksgiving. That's, that's how I sum up Trump anyway. Are uh, you guys familiar with the uh, uh, OK Boomer phrase? So apparently there's some workplaces that are going to make it like age harassment, age discrimination if you say uh, OK Boomer. Which uh, set off all these millennials complaining that, you know, they don't get to, you know, other people harass them and make fun of them. To which I say, okay, millennial. (laughs) I mean, them complaining about, it's just the perfect summation of our opinion. Okay, you get it. Uh, So Bill Cosby recently had a one-on-one interview where he says he has no remorse for the things that he has done. No remorse. The guy who told everyone to pull up their pants has no remorse for raping. Okay. There's a company that wants to pay you uh, $30,000 or something like that uh, to sit home all day and smoke weed. And uh, I'm just going to invoice them. I'm gonna just invoice them. So uh, Trump, speaking of Trump, uh, he usually said that you know he had the uh, ISIS attack dog that found uh, Baghdadi. He had him at the White House, and he warned the press that uh, the dog bites, uh, Mr. President. All dogs bite. Anyway, what kind of newsflash is it that the uh, attack dog for the army bites? I mean, this guy does not have a dog. I want to remind everyone. Huh, yeah, let's see. Oh, uh, so uh, Lindsey Graham just revealed that uh, he was asked uh, to please block The Armenian Genocide Resolution, uh, please block it. And, you know, he he doesn't want to seem like he's immoral for blocking the resolution declaring the Armenian Genocide real. Uh, He he wants to be known as polite because they said please. So uh, may I be the first to say please fuck off and die. How about please resign? How about that? Uh Uh-huh. So uh, they're going to start opening the BART bathrooms, the bathrooms that have been closed since 9-11. I mean, is there a better sign that the, that the fucking uh, the terrorists won because now we live in this dystopian shitscape of a city because they closed the fucking bathrooms at BART for 9-11? That's real. Uh, Trump recently pardoned the disgraced Navy SEAL. For the uh, war crimes that he committed going against the head of the Navy's recommendation Uh, I know Trump says that he's uh, you know smarter than the generals but there's no fucking way he's smarter than admirals right do you think he Uh, Rick Perry said that Trump is uh, chosen by God he's the chosen one sent by God no that's the Jews you idiot these fucking guys Uh, Oh, yeah, and um, apparently the London Uber uh, lost their license to operate in London, causing their stock to crash. How is Uber on the fucking stock exchange? They lose billions of dollars a month. The ultimate in participation trophy. This Uber is the Uber millennial company of all time. Okay, thanks.
0: It, Kirk.
2: Monday.
1: All right. So All right. I like the uh, I like the New Jersey the premise that you got there about how New Jersey is the smartest state, and it's funny I was just reading an article about uh, states with the highest percentage of their population moving away, and I think New Jersey is up there with the. Uh, Maybe there's a joke there about how that's why New Jersey is the smartest state because most of, their, most of their residents are getting the fuck out of there, moving to another state. It's like the opposite of a brain drain. Yeah, it's something like, yeah, it's, I don't know. That was just a thought. And I had, oh, God, I had another idea. I uh, had some feedback for one of your other jokes, but I I, I forgot. So that's, huh, I guess that's all I have. Cool. Oh, oh, right, the... Uh, the joke about how uh, Bart—they're opening up the bathrooms again. Yeah. Maybe there's a joke there about how the bathrooms have always been open. You know, you know this corner over there, and you know on the, on the subway platform or the you know the elevators. Maybe that's you can shit in the cars now. <laughs> yeah. They. Anyway, that is all I have.
0: All right. Anyone else would like to hit the mic for Mr. Quirk? Quirk, I got to give you uh, my hat's off, man. I like the fact that you do very, very topical, as in like the last 12-hour jokes. It's swing bi- swing big, you know. You swing big when you do that stuff because you, you have to come up with a joke and stand on it. So I, I like when you do that. I also think your 20-something slacker old man shtick is tiresome, but that's just me uh, because we're the same age. But anyway, let's give it up for Matthew Quirk. You're, I like Matthew Quirk. I don't I don't mean to use the word tiresome uh, on that. I just caught myself. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep this show going. We have a lot more comics here, and we have a lot of listeners, and we want to thank you for subscribing to our podcast, Choke Workshop. If you enjoy live stand-up comedy, you know you can come to the theater. This is a performance space, and watch these comics in action. We do four uh, open mics and one showcase every week. So check out mutinyradio.com. Uh, MiniRadio.fm for details. And also, hit our donate button and donate $5. This is ad-free. Your next comment coming to stage, very funny. Great to have him back here at Joke Workshop. Will you please give it up for Pancake?
3: Hey, folks. I'm just going to get right on to it and open up the good text. Now, uh, I'd like to open... With a small ceremony. This is just for the uh, in-house audience, I suppose. Oh, O'Reilly's. Auto cards. Okay. The in-house audience is sufficiently indoctrinated. Let's see how this goes. The holiday season is upon us, my friends. We're gonna have to start seeing our families. I was asked if I could replace one member of my immediate family with a celebrity, who would it be? Well, I had to go with my brother. I only have one, and I replaced him with Lance Bass because his eyes say, sure, you can stay. How is there so much room for orange gourds and dead trees, but no room? for my uncle who's licking up whatever you leave behind in Civic Center. San Francisco, the beat of everything new and on the cutting edge. I was driving, I'm a Lyft driver, and I spotted someone changing in the window. I I had to take a double take and by the time I look back at the road, boom, I ran something over. I thought I thought, I thought, thought for sure it was a dog. But no, it was just another homeless person, so it was okay. Because that's how we treat them out here. San Francisco. Um, I realized uh, th- the longer my hair gets, uh, the more it looks like I want to hurt people. But uh, that's that's not my image. Um, I'm actually donating it. I'm growing it out to donate. Okay? I'm actually a protagonist in someone's story. Okay? The holidays are upon us, my friends. My dad is my father. I was the baby on Maury. If you're so poor, where did you get those tattoos? I was uh, driving someone the other day and we stopped and there was a, a person in need with a sign that said, anything helps, God bless and the passenger said, ah, what does that say? And this guy was coming from a Mercedes repair shop. And this guy said, "What, what does the sign say? Anything helps, God bless. I can't read a thing on that sign. I need to get my eyes checked. Like you're using a homeless man's sign as an eye exam? Poop happens, but not here, is what I saw on a sign around these parts in San Francisco, California. If not here, where? If not now, when? You guys been to Starbucks lately Mm -hmm. yeah I saw this cup it said Merry coffee like what I can't say happy holidays or Merry Christmas cuz I'll offend someone isn't it so fun to be angry all the time because everyone else is and they won't mind if you are too man I love it here Golden State, California. Okay, peace out, everyone. All right, I guess you got comments. That's pancake, pancake. Hang on stage.
5: Uh, I, I just just one small one. I I like the uh, the Maury Povich joke, uh, but I would I think it might work better if you reverse the order of the lines where you just say uh, I was one of the babies of Moripovich. Turns out my dad is my father, because instead it's kind of like a Disconnected, like non sequitur at first, and then it kind of makes sense after the fact. But I think, it, but I think it's a funny joke. But I think it might just work stronger if you reverse the order. Okay.
0: Very nice. <clears throat> All right. Anyone else? All right. Thank you so much, Pancake. Let's give a round of applause and play the Nyan Cat music. I wrote this song, by the way, at least the first six hours. Your next comment coming to the stage. Very funny, gentlemen. Great time here. Uh, I'm here. I'm going to read the name. I could read off your handwriting. Please get up for Starler Burns!
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, none of that, Ian. You're not a jar. Ah, oh, man. What, how's it going, Mutiny? There's a pretty good energy in the air tonight, isn't there? Yeah. Woo! All right, I'm only going to do like brand new or otherwise bad stuff. So this is very brave. Let's all clap for that. I said all, but two out of four is not bad, I suppose. So I went out with a friend of mine who insisted that we go to Dave & Buster's for old time's sake. But when we got there, she said, this place is a lot more depressing than I remembered. Which really struck with me, because that's exactly what Jesus is going to say when he returns to Earth. He's like, oh, what did I see in this place? And then I'll smite whichever assholes came up with Dave and Buster's, because that place sucks. You know, if you think about it, the whole world is pretty much just a Dave and Buster's. It's a bunch of tall white guys hogging the hoops game. If there's any opinion I have formed living in San Francisco, it is that Poop should not be found in public unless it is still inside its person's body. Then it's okay. Like, free range is really bad when it is applied to poop. Now, I might make an exception to this policy if you use the poop to smear giant letters on City Hall that spell out the word gentrification. Because that's a message I can get behind. That's a pretty long word though, gentrification, so I guess, pack a big lunch. Mmm, what else did I wanna work on today? People in the Bay Area ask me where I'm from a lot, which offends me because I'm from the fucking Bay Area. Nah, I get it though. It's cause I have an unusual speaking cadence. I realized at my last Thanksgiving screaming match that I got it from my mom. My voice is my mommy manifesting herself in my body, as moms like to do. Now, to give you an idea of my mom, when I was little, she used to tell me, well actually, for starters, she named me fucking Starler. I think I can start with that. Like, obviously that came out of some sort of trauma. But when I was little, my mom used to tell me these bedtime stories about this magical little brother I had who was only an inch tall in all of the pint-sized adventures he would go on. It was very wholesome. I later learned that these stories were my mom's way of processing a miscarriage. So I guess what I'm saying is that my mother is a whimsical woman and she beget a whimsical man. One day I will regale my own children with stories of their magical little uncle who was technically medical waste. Okay, this seems like the perfect audience for this, especially since half of you have already heard it before. But would y'all like to hear an impression? Yeah. We speak in sentences at mutiny, please. Like, yes, I would like to hear an impression. Yes, I would like to hear an impression sir. Good idea, young man. Thank you very much. So here's my impression of every man on every 90s sitcom. You ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. I sure hope no one thinks I'm a homosexual. Because I'm not! Ooh. Does, that, does that resonate with anyone? Like, I feel ba- like you go back and watch Friends, and every other episode, the boys will get startled and they'll like grab onto each other, then realize what they're doing and oh. Just hug your bros, man. It's a cruel, dying world. Just hug your fucking bros. And then maybe jerk them off later. Okay, I believe we're doing four minutes tonight, right? So that's the horn. I was waiting for him. So let's just uh, end this by, I think, trying out a couple of one-liners. That sound like fun? I got some one-liners here. Let's go through them. Now, my mama didn't teach me much, but she sure as sugar taught me to treat every man as a potential rapist. You know what? That's that's the only thing that's written here. I guess that's it for one-liners. That's true though about men. That's a lesson I passed down to my dog. Okay, fire set. Let's get some comments in here. Thank y'all.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess the uh, thanks so much. Uh, hang on a sec. Thanks for leading the show. Uh, one more time, please give it up for Scarlett. Can you give your name, please? Burns. Scarlett Burns. Scarlett Burns. Thank you so much. One more time for Scarlett Burns. Now, who does have some uh, commentary for the
5: young man? Uh, uh, er- early in your set, you said, uh, where, "Where's the jar to put uh, money into it?" And I held out my hand, and you said, "You're not a jar." And I would just want to say, "I'm not a jar. I'm more of a dish." So. <laughs>
6: Wonderful. We going to write that down. You're adorable. Yeah. Your adore. Uh, <laughs> uh, equals dish. Yeah,
5: yeah. One one other. You, you got is not expression. He's a di- their yeah. dish. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I
6: haven't heard that in a long time. But, but it's think, like an old I it's like your a folksy i saying a man yeah, is very handsome. He's yeah, a, total a dish. dish.
5: Yeah. But um and then a, an actual uh, uh a real thing um I think it might be funny is something kind of taking your your last joke in a different direction with the the advice your mom gave you, because you bring it up to be like super folksy, and I think it'd just be funny if it turns out your mom's a horrible person, like where you do the same intro, but then you just end on like, because your mom's giving you technically kind of like borderline real advice, but uh, uh if you say something like oh sure sugar my mom only ever taught me one thing and that's uh don't trust jews or something like that. Dang, yeah. Just making your mom kind of like a monster might be funny but trying sure. to
6: prime me to be the anti-semitic comedian I'm going to Well, it does
5: it doesn't have to be that. It could be anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess there is a lot of people on the internet who are into that sort of stuff. Gypsies. Like, it's it's yeah. fun to be an anti-gypsy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no.
6: The tricky part is my mom is such a wonderful person. Yeah, she did basically like uh, not outright say that, but the way she treated other men, including how they were looking at me and stuff. Yeah, like uh, You got to treat them as like they're basically might be rapists. Did your mom actually tell you that? Not in words, but in actions. Like we would be walking around San Francisco and she'd like shield me when there were just like men coming by.
5: I think you. I think you picked up the wrong message there. I don't. I don't know. No. I don't. Okay. I don't know. I'll just be dumb. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I was just throwing out a potential other way. You, you, you're going in a very different direction with that joke. Yeah. I was just trying to throw out something else.
0: So. All right. Well, very cool. Thank you so much. Bring on our next comedian. Listen, anyone else have any commentary? you running over to the commentary. I'll see you later. Take care. All right. Well, I'm very excited to bring on your next comedian here on Joke Workshop. Will you please give it up for Ian Levy?
5: Um, okay. Uh, I'm, uh, there you go. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm quite, uh, tired tonight. Uh, I came straight from work. Uh, I work as a uh, nanny. That's what I do. I work with little kids. Uh, I had a strange day today cause I took a kid to the park and he kept, uh, referring to me as his dad uh, and so he kept going like yeah he, he kept saying this at the park i love you daddy and i'd be like ah, i'm not your dad and it's kind of funny like in the moment for me but i think to everyone around me at the time i just at the playground i just looked like the worst deadbeat dad in the history because this kid was literally following me going like i love you dad i'm like i'm not your dad like okay cool 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 I also had uh, a first for me. Of um, uh, I took a kid, uh, the same kid. We were out and about, um, and he told me at one point, just suddenly, he was like, "Oh, I have to use the potty," and I was like, "Okay, we'll just hold it until we get to the bathroom." And um, I guess he was very uh, technical about his answer because he literally held it until right as we got to the bathroom. So, like, we enter the bathroom, and I pulled down his. He was very tiny, so I had to pull down his pants so he could pee for himself. but I pulled down his pants, and he's already started. Um, and I don't know what to do, so I, like, start sticking my... Like, I didn't know that the immediate response, if you see liquid flowing from somewhere, is to just try to plug it up with your hand, where you're just like, ugh, uh ugh. But then it, like, just kind of cascaded. It was kind of like... Have you guys ever seen uh, Captain America Civil War, where he's like, Captain America has the shield, and, like, Iron Man is shooting the shield, and it's like, ah! And then it's like, all the blazer... Okay. It was... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what that was like. So that was my afternoon. Um... Uh, <laughs> um my uh i, I have a, a girlfriend a lady friend she's a very nice person um and she told me recently that at some point uh in time uh if we stay together far down the future she wants me to get her a diamond in some capacity she's just something she cares about she'd like a diamond uh and i said to her it's funny you mentioned that because you know what i want more than anything in this world uh is also a diamond i want you to get me a diamond uh, As she got all defensive and was like, no, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to get you a diamond. And I was like, oh, I'm glad we agree. No diamonds for either of us. Okay, it is a 50-50 equal relationship. And that's how I see it. And, uh, I have to I'm not a total monster. I have decided to, to actually someday I'm going to get her a, a pickaxe and miner's hat. Because it's like a teach a man to fish scenario. You know, now she can like go out and get all the diamonds. Her heart desires, you know, give her one diamond for a day. or okay. Or if I don't do that, I think I'm just going to give her a piece of coal. Uh, and then I'd be like, look, babe, if you just took all that pressure you're putting on me to get you a diamond uh, and put it on the piece of coal, pretty soon uh, you're going to make a diamond. So, you know, it all works out. Everybody wins. Um, I don't know. I think this this reluctance to buy expensive jewelry, it's like a trait that runs in my family. I think it's true. When my dad took my mom, because they just like, uh, they decided kind of to get married together. It wasn't like a surprise proposal or anything. And so when they went to pick out an engagement ring together, Uh, My dad said to my mom, want to go halfsies on it? Um, Which I know sounds terrible, but you should know that to this day, they are actually very happily divorced. So it worked out very well for everyone. It was was all good. Um, Does anyone ever have a thing where I, I... The other day, I was hungry, and I... I opened my bedroom door to go into my kitchen and make some food and I saw one of my housemates in the kitchen and so I just shut the door and stayed hungry in my room because I was like I would rather starve than make small talk like I just can't I can't hear about your SoundCloud (laughs) rap career one more time Jason I'm sorry he goes by white noise is his name I was like I can't I can't do it anymore (laughs) no thank you very much for the, the horn of power um. Why? Why? Why do Vikings drink out of horns? Like, why was it ever even considered a practical? Because you know how they drink like their mead out of you can picture it, right? But you can't set that. You're holding that through a hole in gate, and then you're probably holding like a lamb chopstick, and then if you want to. It's a terror. It's just like an objectively bad drinking device. I don't. I was just thinking about this. It was a horns, so I don't really have any any material on it. But isn't it just objectively a shitty way to drink? Okay. Uh, 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 you know what? I'm, I'm going to end it there. I, I regret nothing. Okay.
0: <laughs> regret nothing. Ian Levy. I
5: you, I I
0: Anyone like to hit the. Any constructive criticism for young
6: uh, Levy? I guess I'm going first. I think and last. (laughs) Yeah, whatever the words you just said are, this is about me now. But uh, (laughs) when you're talking about taking the kid to the bathroom and being like, wait until this time, Mm. I feel like there's room for a little tag of just like this situation is entirely your fault because he took you so literally yeah yeah and then uh that's fair what were you trying to protect from the pee i mean it was a filthy bathroom but you wanted to make sure that the pee just in- was just it
5: was just a, it was just an instinctual oh. thing i guess mm. uh, if you see flowing water you try to plug it up
6: I'm not sure that's an instinctual thing. You see flowing water. So you if, if
5: you're on a up. ship and you see water pouring in, your first instinct is not okay, to plug it up. That, that analogy I just, up there is Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see why Subwood's not in the Navy. So that, <laughs> I don't know what that even means. <laughs>
6: the diamond part is already very tight, very good. Uh... The Vikings one, I'm, I'm a little worried. You might be in your own world on this one. I'm not relatable. Oh, I'm this sure I am.
5: It's not. That, I mean, I, one. I literally, I've, I've never. That's, that's, I was just thinking about horns, mm. right, right here, right now. It's not prepared material, and I've tried more than. I will say, I've tried more than once uh, in my life to write material about Vikings. Mm. Uh, it's never worked well. So, it, it, for some reason, uh, Vikings are not relatable to talk about, mm. and I can't figure out what I'm doing wrong exactly, but. Vikings are not in your wheelhouse. Yeah, Can't believe imagine. it. Or not. Yeah, look Can't at me. Yeah.
2: Norse guy. How do you know not how do you not know a lot about Vikings? Uh so I was thinking about your uh like the the, the crowd was looking at you like you're like the worst deadbeat dad. Mm-hmm. Or the best pedophile, because like I'm not your dad. Then what the fuck are you doing with this kid in the park? You know, here's
5: a reason why I wouldn't do something like that, which which is true, uh, because because he actually later started calling me his special friend, which made me sound so much worse. Which worse? No, no, go back to dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I the reason I I try not to make any pedophile jokes is because I really am a nanny. And uh, uh, you know, if people ever see me do material, and then you, even if you're, you know, yeah, yeah, I get, you it, I get it, yourself yeah. to a pedophile. Like, I want, I want to keep working. So
2: there, there is a I, line. I, I huh? Try yeah, to there is a line.
5: Yeah, positive <laughs> jokes about nannying uh, for the oh. most part. You know, in that
2: case, then uh, either you're the worst father, or the or, or or the best uncle, or something. I don't know. Fair.
5: Okay. Yeah. We went nowhere with that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 No worries. That's fair. Yeah.
7: Um, so I actually am a fan of the Viking stuff and I think that you can expand no, on you. it. I know you were just thinking on it, but someone, like, someone, someone believes yeah, in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone
5: else should learn something. No. There's okay. always
7: one, but like, think of the other things that Vikings try to make cups out of like horse hooves, like other weird things. Like they were really determined to make this a hard time for themselves. It's like, yeah. dude, there's wood yeah, yeah, or yeah, anything exactly. else. Yeah. I don't know. Think, okay. Think yeah.
5: I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay
0: all right hey thank you so much Ian okay, no. uh, uh, let's get you off congratulations to Nyan Cat very excited to keep joke workshop going and you can listen to us every Monday uh, your next comment coming to the stage very funny great to have her here will you please give it up for LEB <laughs>
7: What up? What up? I like to start all my sets like that. Like I'm an RA about to give a a college tour. What up? Follow me. Up here is the library. Who's excited? (laughs) Um, I'm not from here. I'm only here for the night, actually. Um, My brother just moved to LA. And so my mom decided that we're going to do Thanksgiving in Malibu. You know, like the pilgrims did it. Um, yeah, I I don't know, I don't remember a lot from history class, but I'm pretty sure the Pilgrims served white wine spritzers and Whole Foods catering to the Indians. And I think maybe Jimmy Buffett was playing somewhere. I'm not positive. Maybe a public school failed me. Um, but no, I'm actually, I'm actually from Chicago, so unlike most of you in this room, I can actually afford to be into comedy. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry. that was rude. I'm actually, I'm actually just jealous, really. That's what it is. Because, um, and it's not because of the culture out here. It's not because of the job opportunities. It's not even because of the weather. Um, it's because everyone on the coast is hotter. I, yeah. You may not think that's true, but I guarantee you, you're hotter. Even if you think you're ugly, like I'm here to tell you, if you take nothing else from the set tonight, just like believe that you're hot. Um, and it's this strange phenomenon that I've realized happens. Um, it's something that I lovingly call the Chicago bloat. Um, and I've noticed it happening with my friends. All of my friends who move away from Chicago, whether they're moving to California or New York, they get significantly hotter by at least like five points. So like for some people that's pushing you into like the major leagues, you know? My um, guy like had a friend, Caitlin, um, who'd recently moved to New York. And when we li- when we lived and worked together, she was this awesome, cool punk girl. Um, but since she's moved to New York, I swear to God, she gets hotter like every time I see her. It's not fair. Um, like, you know, I think that she just like stopped eating encased meats and then like got the exact right haircut, and now she looks like a, a Dita Von T's mini me. Like she literally was walking down the street and met Dita Von Teese and took a picture with her. Like that shit doesn't happen in Chicago. Dita Von Teese isn't just hanging around waiting for you to take a picture with her. You know what I mean? I had another friend too, her name was Ryan. She moved to Santa Barbara um, recently and I swear to God ever since she moved her life has been like a Sheryl Crow song. Like she's consistently tan eating amazing food. Like when I knew her, she was pale and depressed, but now she looks like she should be on the cover of Surfer's I Wanna Fuck magazine, you know? It's just not fair. But I will say as a warning that it does work both ways. So if you have a trip planned to the Midwest, like please just be warned. Like please don't say I didn't tell you. uh, if you're ever interested, just make sure that your ego's in check um, because, you know, even spending just a couple days in Chicago's airspace, um, breathing in that deep dish pizza air and being around like Midwest bro mediocrity, like you're going to pack on like an extra five to seven pounds in water weight just for protection. Don't say I didn't warn you. Thank you.
0: All right. Thank you so much. Hang on on stage on there. as to get the Nyan cat. Ellie, stay on stage for one second. Ellie, stay on stage for one second. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just hosting the show. Uh, Anyone have any commentary, uh, constructive criticism for Ellie, as this is Joke Workshop, where you perform four minutes, and then the audience gives you critiques. I got here
8: first. Uh, My name is Hunter, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I really liked liked your coastal hotness um, premise. I think that you can do a lot with that. Uh, because it's not just an American phenomenon it's actually a worldwide phenomenon really? and uh, yo yeah absolutely all the people on the coast everywhere everywhere <laughs> are all hotter than the people in the the midland or the heartland or whatever you want to call it so there's a ton you can do with that I think probably also exploring why that might be the case trying to get into the why and come up with a bunch of reasons why that might be the case I think is your best option yeah. there uh,
7: whatever the coast is it's you're hotter.
8: Vamos a la playa um,
0: Wait else? Hunter How do you pronounce Your last name Say that again How do you pronounce Your last name Stare Okay sounds good Thanks and we got Another commentary For L E B. B Thank you so much
2: Yeah it's too bad You're only in town For like the night Because that like Can afford to do comedy Is like a serious Burn around here That every Every comic feels like that hurt a little bit when you said that, <laughs> I'm sorry. that it's no it's that's and that right there is very midwestern of
0: you to, to apologize, apologize for yeah. getting a, a good score on us all <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. all right uh, sorry about that i got a nice haircut ellie thank you so much uh, anyone else have any commentary i think Oh, okay. We got uh, yeah. This
6: might be just me because I'm old and dumb, but you were doing a celebrity who you were talking about a lot and like fixing a lot of your act about, and I have like absolutely no idea who that was, Dina.
7: You think I was impersonating someone oh no no, no 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 you so, you uh, Now you mentioned I feel like you said your friend looked just like uh someone. oh yeah. sorry yeah, i didn't yeah. realize uh dina von t she's a pinup girl she's like very goth and tatted and come on everyone beautiful. knows dina von t check her out yeah, I'm,
0: I'm, yeah I'm check her out google her nice.
7: she, what i'm in a room full of dudes and not yeah. one person yeah knows google von uh, yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> how, how much is your chicago apartment
7: It's two grand, but I split it with another person, so. It's not that amazing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh shit!
0: All right, hey, thank you so much, Ellie. That was no, that's a great two thousand. Thank you so much for being part of Joke Workshop and performing in your set. We have another comedian coming on the stage here at Joke Workshop. Very funny. And now I know how to pronounce his last name. We please get up for Hunter
8: Stare. Thank you, guys. That was heartwarming. Uh, Please give it up for your last comedian visiting here from the heartland of America, where people are fugly AF, apparently. Uh, I'm from the Third Coast, Louisiana. Uh, That's neither here nor there. Look, I'll say this. Uh, Have you ever had to go to court, not for a fun reason, like you either, you know, something happened to you or you might get money out of somebody else, but just for your job? Has anybody ever had to go to court for a job? to represent another company or another entity it's bullshit because you got no skin in the game. It's just annoying and stupid to be there. It's like nothing good can come out of it for you and nothing bad can come out of it for you. You're not invested. It's like being a condom. You know what I mean? You're going to end up fucking somebody probably, but you just get absolutely no pleasure out of it. You don't, you don't get to come. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't get to come um take that for what it is uh anybody here uh yeah you are uh if you're over 30 in the room make some noise make some noise if you're over 30 really neither of you all right jesus <laughs> you just you just, you just you guys just don't age very well um i look like a baby but yeah like so i guess like uh, those of us who are over 30 we're all comfortably living inside of our plan b's at this moment Anybody still in their plan A? You, you guys—not not so much you two—but you look like a plan A motherfucker right here. I can see some hope in your eyes. It disgusts me. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I think we're all living inside of our plan B once you get past over 30, unless you're incredibly exceptional. Like when I was a kid, I thought I was going to be a diplomat or a statesman. Now I'm just really excited if I can go to the bathroom without doing cocaine. Those are my new standards for myself. You know, I thought it was going to be really important. I thought I was going to do something that changes the world. Then after two years of leaving college and doing demo and salvage work in West Oakland, I was like, man, I would perform sexual favors for a job in HR right now. I can tell you that. So I work in HR now. I do. That's one hundred percent true. Uh, being HR, that HR has really bad branding. Can we all agree on that much? You know, HR, human resources. Could you have come up with a worse label for yourself? Like that group of people, that department of people. It's like human trafficking, but without all the raw sex appeal. You know what I mean? That's what human resources sounds like. You just picture a a whole bunch of really, really, I guess people from the Midwest, uh, being freighted around on freight trains and just people with clipboards measuring them. You know, if you've ever been on a qualification call with a recruiter, for example, that's just like the recruiter saying, open your mouth, show me your teeth. (laughs) Just like, Oh, good. Excellent. You can work over there. Great. Um, (laughs) but, um, I, I will say, fuck, I can't remember the rest of this joke. Uh, fuck. I just wrote it. And it's about human resources. And um, I'll try to remember it for like a couple more seconds. Fuck. Whatever. Uh, I, come back to me. Uh, so, does anybody exercise regularly? Yeah, that's. I don't believe any of you based upon that reaction. But I, I, I try so hard. I can't exercise more than once or twice a week. There's nothing to me in the world more intimidating than running. Running is obviously the worst thing ever and i don't understand how anybody could try that shit more than once uh i've actually the for me the most intimidating version of running that i've ever seen i see it all the time in the bay area is you see two people running down the sidewalk you know full gear they got the sneakers they got the running shorts and they're running in tandem side by side and they're having a full-blown complicated, intense conversation while they're running down the street full speed. Have you seen this before? They're like, oh yeah, and then Susie told me that she wanted to go out to the store, and I was like, man, but I don't really have time for that, and I was trying to look at these new mortgages online, and then there's the APRs of 4.5. That is so intimidating to me. That shit is crazy. Now, it's not the craziest thing I've ever seen, though, because I did eventually end up uh, going down to the pool, you know? Have you ever seen that shit? at the pool, just two people swimming in tandem, two different lanes, having a full-blown conversation, just like, and then so then we went, and then Susie went, and I was trying to come to more, and the other guy just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's all I wanted to do was that act out. Thank you guys, have a good night. All right, Hunter, Stair. Now, Hunter, hang on stage for a second.
0: We have an audience here of uh, seasoned comedians who would like to provide any constructive criticism. I ask to the audience. God, what was that joke?
6: All right, here we go. Man, man. Yeah, yeah I liked your bit about forgetting your bit. Uh, then, no, yeah, that was I didn't know bit. that about the coastal people, but I guess that that explains Slovakians. Anyway, uh, just
8: giving feedback on my feedback now.
6: (laughs) Yeah, basically when you say you do sexual favors for HR, I mean, this is expecting your audience to be dumb. What I'm saying now, what you're doing is more smart. I'm wondering if you should like actually punctuate with the irony of that, that you're like, yeah, me too.
8: I also wonder that because to me it seems absurd like on the face very ironic yeah it is yeah and,
6: uh there might be some room to just like explicitly say that because you might have an audiences of me who are all very stupid uh
8: god i wish i could remember the ultimate punchline to that joke
6: yeah oh yeah and then i did quite like your swimming act out it's just i feel like uh it needs a little more practice like this the is the first time i've silence. tried it this is the yeah. first time i've
8: tried it and i'm really excited about
6: yeah i do quite like it, it just getting needs there like with it silence between the head turns and stuff but i think when you perfect that that'll be a very ah. uh strong very cute bit i'm
8: really excited about that i have to admit thank you appreciate you
0: mm. hey, you know i gotta say hunter uh yeah uh hr is a gold mine so it so is you know, right I'm
8: oh safe. shit i remember the joke now god damn it it's too late Okay. Uh, oh, fuck, I forgot it again. Oh, man. All right, Hunter Stares.
0: Yeah. Is it true? Is there no one else on the list? All right, well, this is a good opportunity for a second set. Anyone else would like to go back on stage? Oh, well, sorry, Hunter. I guess the moment's lost. I want to thank the comedians tonight for coming down to Muni Radio for donating... Uh, we always appreciate that. help helped out the station. If you're listening, we don't put ads during our show, but we'd love for you to donate at our PayPal account. We do not have Venmo. That Mutiny Radio account is utter bullshit. Do not touch it. This station's run by old people, but we're aware of the v- illegal Venmo. And thank you, audience, again. And thank you, comedians. I'm Mike Spiegelman. Uh, check out my show, LWAFLMNYT, every Sunday at 2 o'clock. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. And check out more Muni Radio. Thank you. Have a great joke workshop.
2: as motorcycle lawyers. We're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers
9: California's motorcycle lawyer Here's Law Firm, LLP, 180, Prima Circle, Suite 300 Sacramento, California, 95834
10: Streaming live, the station, Mm -hmm. mutinyradio.fm, district of the mission, Mm -hmm. mutinyradio.fm, mutinyradio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast. MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast.
9: I started to do some thinking. And I'm okay. a really, really good time. Flat black Saturday noon to 2. I'm a I am I'm a cold friendly fraud. and fraud. Laurie Stanton's voice is absolutely right. I am
11: petty <laughs> and adolescent.
12: And I will cut my own Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report.
9: Major
12: O'Hoolahan. She
10: makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find it pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Let's watch Full on YouTube
0: with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Michael Spiegelman.
10: And I am Carl, not Spiegelman.
0: Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.FM for
13: Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days. Over 50 comics from all around the U.S. And you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now.
14: That's what I'm saying. It's the joke workshop Mondays, six to eight p.m.s at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo. Four
7: ninety nine.
15: Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill
13: Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today.
16: Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Check out the schedule at www.acientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. It's the Joke Workshop.
5: Black Classic Beauty Radio. I it in. don't
17: want a pickle, just want to ride on my motorcycle. And I don't want a tickle, because I'd rather ride on my motorcycle.
12: Whispering area Oh, I love you, chips a woman I love you, chips a woman All through the caravan She was dancing with all the men waiting for the rising sun One was having fun. I hate to see the lady go. No one never know that I loved her. Let me tell you. a gypsy woman, a gypsy woman, before I knew the night was through and I was all alone. The charms of the gypsy woman and her caravan was gone.
18: agents can do Ed Sullivan. I'm sure that somewhere in the world is a goddamn bear that, just from being on the show, you know, watching Ed from the wings, you know, you pick it up. Now, I know that a lot of guys do Ed Sullivan on kind of an amateur basis, and I'm here to help. It's, you know, kind of replaced the lampshade for men at parties. Now When you do your Ed Sullivan impression, when you do your Ed Sullivan, don't worry about the voice or the manner of just the acts you introduce. The stranger, the freakier the acts are, the better your Ed Sullivan will be. I'll now start my Ed Sullivan. I do the John Biner Ed Sullivan, by the way. Many of the comics prefer the Will Jordan. <laughs> but the John Biner Ed Sullivan is cued for my ear by saying the phrase, well, now you
9: know. But I know. But I know right here in Ormshire. But I know. I'll okay. get But you know right here on our show, Uh, just after Connie Francis, her tribute to Carmen Basilio, and immediately following, or just following the Waltzing Mice, the Maori Fire Eaters, and just before, uh, was that just before or just after? during the aerial photographs of Kate Smith, the entire female population Guadalajara will run out on our stage and yell out their brassiere sizes. <laughs> now on our audience side, now you know sitting out there in our audience, where are you now? There you are. <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster. That's <laughs> all that's really here. That's really here. He swam all the way from Chicago. And also in There you are. The world's largest nun. <laughs> Don't stand up, sister. you know know next week on our show the bronze age (laughs) excerpt from the Protestant Reformation
18: What would be the ultimate Ed Sullivan act? It would have to be it would have to be everything that has occurred since eternity. Or maybe how about Ed just staring back at you for an hour? How are you? I'd like to see them one time. Well, it's over now. No one got a chance to thank Ed either. You dig that? The last one that they taped, they didn't know it was going to be the last one because they were due to go into reruns the next week. And then it was canceled after it was in reruns. So at the actual last show after 23 years, nobody really, you know, knew the vibes they were into. What a shame. I would like to have been there just to say, thanks, Ed! No kidding, man. Thanks for all the crazy acts and everything in all those years. Wow. Thanks for the Beatles, Ed. Ed made sure we got them, man. And Elvis, yeah. Little maudlin gang, but thanks, Ed. On
11: ground night, that's
19: the night before college. All the Indians get together in this little ballroom. They get their little stuff, you understand? Like that, and they go like that in a... Uh, it's for those that go, you know, in the arm, you understand? And they make them feel good, and they get there, and they pitch your bitch. <laughs> I don't mean a ball, I see a bitch. All night, all through the night, don't care. See when mine is out, they come, you fall out there. <laughs> Why? 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 In the oh, they coming and the jumpin. Oh, they coming and the coming running Oh, they coming and the running oh, the oh, they coming by the hundreds Oh, the teeth of the monogram Oh, the teeth of the monogram Don't give a goddamn Oh, down on the bio the Indians have gone since they're accountable. Every time, ever since they a No, ever since they're a carnival. Ever since there was a carnival. So but now, the Indians really uh, began before the beginning of time. When so so Columbus uh, came over yeah. here and discovered America, see there was
8: Indians
19: yeah. Yeah. That's there. Tell me the yeah. one The tribe? Yeah. yeah. The ones here oh. in New Orleans? He got the seven one hundred. He got the diamond. He got the blue eagle, white eagle. He go got the white eagle. He got, now now the, black eagle. got, black got the black eagle. Yellow all a pull got the black eagle. Yellow all on the black eagle. Yellow all a pull got the black eagle. Y'all a got the black eagle. Y'all a pull some. He got the black eagle. Yellow. all Right, right the, the black people y'all. Right right black got the black people Right And then the ball off Little golden thing It's supposed to be the best Huh? It's just a symbol You understand? An uh, explanation It's not really a band You understand? Hmm? But it just known a From generation man. to generation That the red, white, and blue Was yeah. always the best That's okay. right head to it Park away, red white, look at the golden band. Oh, hey, two way park away. Red white, look at the golden band. Oh, they coming and they coming and nobody running. Red white, look at the golden band. Oh, well, I'm from the 7th Ward and I'm having my fun. Red white, look at the golden band. Oh, well, I meet the people on the mountain. Two way back, away,
5: classicmutinyradio.fm all these records are from public library here in San Francisco or a thrift store so enjoy and go out and make your own show
11: my condition was
20: in I pushed my soul In a deep dark hole And then I followed it in I watched myself Crawling out As I was crawling
18: Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Joan Rivers!
21: So, four girls alone, what's the matter? <laughs> and, uh, your mother's going crazy? It's, where are you from? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York, same thing, yeah. How old are you?
11: <laughs>
21: you don't know. 27, your mother, and you're single? Your mother must be going out her mind. It's a Jewish or Gentile? Gentile, Catholic? No, then you have nothing to worry about. No, Catholic mothers have an excuse. She wants to be a nun, what can I do? You have nothing to worry about. Jewish mothers, they be walking around with a baggie over their faces is very different. And this is nice with the matching outfit. Lovely, lovely, yeah. Yeah, you, don't we all try, but what the hell? Yeah, feel this. That's a, yeah, acetate. But, uh, so, how long are you married? Two months. Oh, very, no wonder you had a mink jacket. That's it. How's it working out? Thank God. That's uh, Children? Is his, who is this? Is it just a friend or engaged, married, single? Married? No. Yeah. Almost engaged. Almost yeah. engaged? Get a ring first. Don't give me almost
11: engaged.
21: <laughs> almost engaged means let's go to the Hotel Dixie. You get really engaged. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Don't let him talk into anything. I'm telling you right now. And you're already sunburned, very nice. But you can always single again, look at this again, you know, smoking away, being charming. Tears streaming down her face. <laughs> Pretending you're having fun, right? The <laughs> single girls on the, on the date, who makes the conversation? The man shows up, whoopee, whoopie, whoopie. It's the girl, right? Sitting there discussing things like premarital sex, puffing away. <laughs> well, if you love somebody, why not? <laughs> I'll tell you why not, get the ring first. A ring in the beginning, you'll never get it. Look what I got, four chips and 12 mirrors. Look what I got. Can you see this? I pass it around, but you'll drop it. I'll have seven years bad luck. Can you see this? And when he gave it to me, he had the gall to look me in the eye and say, it's small, but it's perfect. I'm a woman. A woman doesn't want small, but perfect. I wanted imperfect but big! Who would know? Would you know? I wouldn't hang out with jewelers' wives. Who would know? I wanted a ring when I came on stage. You'd look at me and go, bad taste. a glove on, you know those kind? I want to wear a glove on my right hand and go stark naked with the left one through life. I went to the ring when I came on stage, you'd look at me and go, catch the ring. She's not that hot looking, but catch the ring. She must have something. She must be great in bed. You know what this chip tells you? <laughs> you know, I've heard the person. So get it before anything starts. That's all I say to you. So you're single. You're going out on dates with people you hate? Yeah, we all go through it. What? Oh, I, d- I went out with anything. A- I was 27 too. If he could walk and talk and find the doorbell, that was it. <laughs> Any. Anything. Any, I, I would get obscene phone calls. i say, hang on, let me get a cigarette.
11: <laughs> Anything. Anything.
21: Oh, sure, no, 20. My mother, my mother, I'm 27 years old, not moving. Do you know what my mother went through? <laughs> Aunt, what do you mean you don't like him? He's a lawyer. Mother, he's a lawyer with pimples, so what? Marry him, the pimples will clear up. <laughs> desperate too. What well, I went through single. Remember those days smiling, going out with anybody? How'd you get my name? <laughs> From a men's room, I'll be there. I would anything, anything. Didn't you go through that when you were single? I was a bridesmaid 108 times. You know, it's like they have 108 acetates resting in your car.